0: The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about the health benefits of muscular strength and endurance. Why is strength training important? Strength training is a key component of your overall health and fitness. Research has shown that strength training can help preserve and enhance your muscle mass. It can help you maintain and develop strong bones, help you lose weight, and manage chronic conditions. On this episode, we will talk about how to design an easy-to-follow strength training program and get you started right away on your health and fitness journey. All this and more on It's All About Health, and fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicky Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now here's your host, Vicky Doe and D Banks Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Hayward Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks-Bright. So how are you, D?
1: <laughs> I am good, Vicky. How are you?
0: I am fine. Today is a great day, right?
1: It is. You know, I don't know if you saw my Facebook thing. I was like, how do you go from wintery advisory last night 66
0: degrees out there this morning. I, I don't, I don't, it's 65 degrees now. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's warm. Yeah, you're right. And they had some ice last night, I guess. Well, you know,
0: it's, Mark is struggling to get out of here. Yep, yep. But you know, remember the groundhog saw his ass, well, his butt, <laughs> and went back in hiding. Remember? It the groundhog. It has not went.
1: been six weeks. It hasn't been six it weeks. It hasn't yet. been
0: six weeks yet. Right. No. You're right. No. you right. So we yeah, got right. a couple of more yeah. weeks to hold our horses, right? Hold
1: on to it. Struggle with it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just got to hold on. We got to hold
0: on. That's it. Yep. Well, today is episode. This is episode two, two eight, two hundred and twenty-eight, And we talk about the necessary health fitness benefits of muscular strength and endurance. And so the question is asked why strength training? Why is it important? Well, if you want to reduce body fat, if you want to increase your lean muscle mass and you want to burn calories more efficiently then strength training is what you need. Strength training is a key component, however, of overall health and fitness for everyone. Now, research has shown that lean muscle mass decreases with age. And so your body fat percentage will increase because of that over time if you do not do anything to replace the lean muscle that you lose over time. And so yes, we can do something about that with strength training. Strength training can help you preserve and enhance your muscle mass at any age. So that means you can start a strength training program anytime at any age. Strength training can also help you maintain and develop strong bones, manage your weight, manage chronic conditions such as arthritis, obesity, um, heart disease, and diabetes, and most of all, enhance your quality of life. And so in this episode, we are going to explore more deeply on the importance of exercise and give you some tips on how to design your strength training program following the acsm guidelines so what do you say to that d
1: sounds good to me i was i'm looking forward to this
0: all right this is going to be a great show now folks make sure make sure you subscribe to our show our podcast show it's all about health and fitness Doe fitness on apple Podcasts, uh stitcher spotify or on any of the platforms that you listen to your podcast. And when you subscribe, you will be notified first when we post a new show. You will be able to listen, learn, and experience our shows where we bring in guests and talk about things that are important for our health and our well-being and our community. And as you know, we do not just talk about physical health, but we talk about other things that we can do to preserve our mental health as well. We believe in total well-being. Total well-being is a holistic approach, a holistic approach to healthy living. So make sure you do not miss any of our shows and subscribe today. And last but not least, go on Apple Podcasts, rate and review this show. Give us a five-star rating, right, um, of this show because, you know, that's how we grow and increase our listeners' and we appreciate you. And listen, folks, yes, stop depending on willpower and motivation alone. You know, everybody's talking about losing weight. Yes, you can lose weight, but you cannot depend on willpower and motivation alone to help you lose those stubborn pounds. Learn how to create a holistic and sustainable lifestyle habits that will give you Lasting results, and so we're giving you the opportunity to do that. We can help you do that, and you can enroll in our Vicky Doe Fitness, our step-by-step weight loss boot camp master class. Our master class. This program is our online 12-week comprehensive weight loss program. 90 days, y'all. This program embraces the holistic approach to sustainable healthy lifestyle habits for weight loss and long-lasting transformation and so this program it has all the necessary components to help you attain the results that you need it has exercise training with our personal training we have a a Vicido fitness health fitness coaching app uh, we have health and nutrition education healthy eating menus uh, we teach you how to eat. We have that social support, that community and accountability. We have all of those things that will help you to get results. And so go to www.vickidoughfitness.com forward slash crush and find out more about this weight loss program, weight loss and wellness strategies um, with our free schedule on demand. So you can listen to this on demand, this masterclass webinar that not only gives you tips on, you know, and strategies, but also will go in more detail on our 12 week comprehensive weight loss program, our step-by-step weight loss bootcamp. And so Go ahead, register for this free webinar today. Go to www.vickidofitness.com forward slash crush. And I can't wait to see you there. And as always,
1: what do we say, D? Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Well, D, yes, I'm on my spring break, and so I'm loving it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm doing. I
1: bet you
0: are. (laughs) I'm doing that that staycation. You know how they say. You know this. I
1: understand.
0: They always got those uh, words for you. We we isn't that funny? We always got to be learning these new little words. I know, (laughs) always
1: new vocabulary, right? Exactly. I heard that from the young people at the hospital, from the young residents. I said, Well, where'd you guys go? on your vacation oh dr banks we did a staycation mm-hmm. okay all
0: right <laughs> all right all right that's it so that's what i did i did a staycation and i'm doing oh, it now because i'm still in you know i don't go back to teaching at kent i don't go back until next week but you know i'm always doing some vicky doe fitness stuff but i'm you know taking it easy i'm catching up
1: well that's good because you have rough winter i mean you were trekking through all that bad weather oh my god
0: oh yes
1: oh my goodness yes Yes. and
0: so we got one full uh month left you know april my last class will meet on classes actually will meet on april the 29th the last day of the last day of school is may 3rd and then finals start may 6th through may 12th and then Boom! We out of there.
1: Woohoo! I know that's right. I know that's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm doing a little bit of tender loving care this week, so I can hit it uh, running and hit it hard, right?
1: That's it. That's it. Definitely.
0: So, how was your week then? What did you do?
1: Well, I went to Florida for a quick, quick turnaround. Went down on. well, actually left on Friday, and, you know, these, these stupid airlines were supposed to get in about one thirty, and didn't get in until 9 o'clock, so that was fun. Okay. So I really only had two days in Sarasota, Florida, but I have to tell you, I jammed as much as I could possibly jam in as possible. Went to visit some really good friends, from, new from Cleveland, and then uh, subsequently from Uh, Pittsburgh that have moved down there. Okay. And uh, went to museums, and I had never really seen the, you know, that's where Ringling, Barnum, and Bailey and all that circus. Yes. uh, That's their, their winter home and went to the grounds, and it was just fabulous going to their art museum. They have a miniature thing like the circus was, and it told you all about what it took to move that
0: Oh wow! So okay day
1: to day, it was unbelievable. And then they had all these little miniature figures that was was off the chain. And then on Sunday, went to a really nice brunch at a yacht club in Sarasota to see how the other folks live.
0: <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> see how uh-huh. the
1: rich, how the rich and famous, the rich and famous. And uh, so that was nice. And then came back, and then now I'm back to Gotham City, and uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Back to the grind.
0: Back Back to to the the grind. grind. And there it is, right?
1: And whoop, there it
0: is. (laughs) Whoop, there it is. That's it. That's it. Well, I'm so glad that you're back. And yes, Spring is kind of looking, looking,
1: looking a little bit. It is. It's struggling. It's It's struggling. struggling. Vicki, it's struggling.
0: But we are here for it, right?
1: We are. We definitely are. We're ready.
0: We ready. We ready. That's it.
1: <laughs>
0: what is going on this week? I really should say, what the hell is going on this
1: week? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, Vicky, I was in the plane. hmm Got home really, really late mm-hmm. and turned on my phone. It was blowing up Yes, i mean it yes. was not only blowing up on facebook but it was blowing up on all the news media outlets mm-hmm. i must have seen it before i went to bed which took me about an hour to get to bed when i walked into the house mm-hmm. about 15 times mm-hmm. my man will smith walking up to chris rock with the slap heard around the world
0: around the world during and the I oscars
1: on I happen to tune on. I have BBC on my app. Okay, okay. they didn't play on the American news outlet what he really said after he sat down. Right. And, you know, then he came out and the the, the Australian outlet, the British outlet, had the whole thing. And I, I was flabbergasted. I know. I mean, you just flabbergasted. And... I'm interested to see. Now, I didn't see the Wanda Snipes and Amy Schumer. Can you talk about that? Because I I have listened to every comedian in the world, but I did not hear. What did Wanda and Amy have to say? Okay,
0: well, they just came out because, you know, everybody was weighing in on this. And for those of you, I don't know, you have to be under a rock if you hadn't heard the whole world. Uh, are talking no. about the Oscars? We can't even talk about all the wonderful wins, right? Because <laughs> oh, no, they were shadows. Because that of is that,
1: mad. yes,
0: because of that. But yes, Will Smith went up on stage, slapped Chris Rock after he did a a joke that kind of made fun of, you know of jada's hair i guess and so yeah just um blindsided chris rock and so everybody has given their their two cent now this just came out with cnn um and it really talked about what wine you know because the three the three women this was a great debut as well because for the oscars they had three women comedians that host the show yeah. right
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and right. And it was right. it was what Rhonda, Rhonda Sykes, and Rhonda yeah. Sykes, and then it was um, um Amy pain. Schumer and then who was the mm-hmm. middle one? So yeah, so Rhonda Wanda and um Amy Schumer um they open up um about the slap heard around the world and it was written on CNN but they did it on Ellen's show, her daytime Talk show Ellen DeGeneres, uh, her talk show, and so Sykes. It says one third of the trio who hosted the Oscars on Sunday said while she didn't witness it, yeah, because they were backstage changing. She said she didn't um, witness Will Smith the slapping, um, slapping the presenter Chris Rock because she was changing outfits, and she she did see Smith's profane though verbal exchange with Rock and the moments after, okay? And this is what she said. I just felt so awful for my friend Chris, and it was sickening, you know? That's what she was telling Ellen DeGeneres. She said, I physically felt ill, and I'm still a little traumatized by it. Sykes also expressed her frustration with Smith being allowed to stay in the theater and accept his award for Best
1: Actor. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yep.
0: And this is what she said on that. For them to let him stand in that room and enjoy the rest of the show and accept his award, I was like, how gross is this? This is just Mm -hmm. sending the wrong message. She said, you assault somebody, you get escorted out the building, and that's it. Mm -hmm. For them to let him continue, I thought it was gross. Plus, I wanted to be able to run out after he won and say, Unfortunately, we couldn't be here tonight. Right? She was gonna say that. Right. 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 So you know, and Smith, though the the article is telling us he has apologized for the incident, and Rock has not yet made any public comments, but is set to return to the stage tonight. We were talking about that. He's going to be in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. For his stand up tour. She says that she's upset by the fact that no one has apologized to her. And fellow yeah. host, Amy Schumer, yeah. oh, and Regina Hall. That's her name, Regina Hall. Oh, Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Okay. And so she okay. said, we worked really hard to put that show together, only for it to be overshadowed. Sykes shared that she and Rock, however, interacted at an after part, and he apologized to her, saying it was supposed to be your night. She said, you know, and that's who Chris is. Schumer weighs in. So Schumer took to Instagram to share her thoughts, stating that she was feeling triggered and traumatized. And this is what she wrote. I love my friend at Chris Rock. She was on um, um, Instagram and believe he Uh handled and believe he handled it like a pro. Um, Uh She also said stayed up there and gave an Oscar to his friend, Questlove. And the whole thing was so disturbing rock was presented the award for best documentary feature when smith rushed the stage he was presenting that when when smith will smith rushed the stage and struck him on the face over a joke that rock made about smith's wife and she still and this is schumer still writing she said i'm still in shock and stunned and sad i'm proud of myself and my co-host but yeah you know, waiting for this sickening feeling to go away from what we all witnessed. Okay, she used to do that to plug in her thing. She has a Hulu series that's, that is called Life and Beth. And joking, uh-huh. joking, she said, I think we all we can all agree that the best way to unpack what happened is to stream my series. <laughs> so wow. every everybody everybody is weighing in and plugging in their stuff. Plugging in their stuff.
1: I mean there just it was just so much so many commentaries i mean i think it's just got so many levels it and does it just has so many levels i mean first of all it was wrong period 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 yes period mm-hmm. what, whatever the situation was to resort to that was violence that was basically an assault Big anybody time. else and his brother would have been arrested i mean the bottom line is my thing was, where was security? I know. When you see somebody bum-rushing a stage like that, how did they know he didn't have a gun?
0: Yeah, but they probably thought because it was Will Smith that he was going to do something right. funny. And I think Chris taught exactly. that, too.
1: And he did. He probably thought that, too. And he was completely taken off guard. And my thing about Jada,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I don't know, you know. I mean, we did see her roll her eyes and this, that, and the other, but... I mean, who, what, what husband or spouse is gonna every time he sees his wife roll her eyes about something rather go pick go punch somebody out? I mean,
0: I mean, it really, was
1: basically wrong. Period. It was just wrong. Period. And I just think that you know what happened was it overshadowed Venus and Serena's night because it was yes. about their dad. Yes. And their family, so it overshadowed them. Yes, it overshadowed Quest Love. Yes, it did. A beautiful, a beautiful documentary. Yes, it overshadowed, went over the man who was the director. Yes, it overshadowed the guy who was the director, African American first time producing the show. Yes, allowed to produce the show, he Will Packer.
0: It. Yeah, Will Packer. Will
1: Packer, and and as they say, I don't, you know, I haven't been vetted, but. He supposedly hired a majority of African-Americans, and this man is an HBCU product.
0: Yes, he is. And
1: so, you know, for all of this to be overshadowed by some nonsense, it just took away so much, especially when, you know, nobody's perfect, I mean, in terms of races, especially when we came on in 2016 talking about Oscars so oh, white. I know. It well, was an opportunity <laughs> where black folks had an opportunity first, I mean, who else is one? You know, they they still haven't talked about Will Smith is only, I believe, the third black man. Yeah, the third, the Oscar, I think so. The best Oscar,
0: I think third, I think it was yeah. First,
1: Denny Poitier, Denzel Den- Washington, Washington, and then him. And now Will, and then him. So why would you also take that away from the event and from the history? It was just some some words that I can't
0: say to describe some <laughs> people. It was... I
1: da- <laughs> cannot say this on our show. I know. describe certain people... Yes. ...that will mess some stuff up at the 11th hour. It made no sense. And then for his little silly son... To oh, yeah. About tell that's me, that's what we do. It,
0: that's how we do it.
1: It was just... I'm sorry. It was just low class. Yeah, poor
0: taste. Class. Poor taste.
1: Very poor taste. hmm Very poor taste. And so... I don't know. The Academy is meeting this afternoon. I read, I heard mm-hmm. uh, Wooby yesterday talk about, you know, how disappointed she was. And she said, you know, it's not going to go without consequences. She says, I can't say what they're going to be, but we're meeting tomorrow afternoon, which is today. okay, And we'll see what happens because she said a lot of people were not happy.
0: All right. Well, there it is. And we shall see. We shall see.
1: And we
0: shall, to be continued next week. To be continued. (laughs) That's it. And so as we move on, yes, we have a health tip. And the health tip this time is talking about, and this is written in the IDEA Fitness Journal, and it's talking about an inconvenient truth, and I thought it was interesting. It's just a short clip, and what it says is, a study in the journal of the um, Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics reveals the relationship between convenience stores, store locations where predominantly unhealthy foods are sold, and the body weight of three to 15-year-old children. Researchers looked at the location of the stores within a mile of where families lived and had been residing for 24 months. When there was one additional convenience store in an area, children had an 11.7% increased risk of having a higher BMI or body mass index. On the other hand, there was a 37.3% lower risk of being in the higher BMI range for children whose homes were located within close proximity to a small grocery store selling an assortment of healthy food items. So, no consistent patterns were found for changes in exposure to supermarkets, restaurants, or pharmacies. Childhood obesity has a multifaceted etiology and changes in the community uh, food environment and changes in the food and um, food com- the community food environment is one thing that can affect weight status over time in this case increasing the healthfulness of food offered at convenience stores in dense urban areas to levels similar to what foods are found in the small grocery stores may have the potential to improve weight status in younger generations. And so I thought this was cool because this is a way to look at it. We always think about, especially when we talk about food deserts and this and that, You know, we're thinking about, okay, yeah, we know that the, the um, increase of, of obesity and all of those things that come with that decreases when there's a grocery store in a in an area when people live around that grocery store and there's healthy foods. But a lot of times it's harder and this is my perspective. Sometimes it's harder to get that. So why not with the convenience stores that are there that have all these unhealthy foods, why not think about having um, maybe just a, a choice of having maybe some healthy foods in those convenience stores in the urban areas where there's food desert. We just start with the stores that are already there, the convenience stores that are already there. What do you think of that, Dee? I
1: completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that's Who's another the ones way. That are already there? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's another way to look at that. Yeah, we know that with the convenience stores, it's going to be a higher risk. Right, exactly. So Mm -hmm. that's something to think about. Maybe putting, maybe having some healthy choices in those convenience stores.
1: And then also some education. You know, I think one of the things that has certainly helped me is when you have those calorie counts up there. Yes. (laughs) 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 ready to eat. You know, that puts everything, so I, I would agree with that, but I think it's one thing to have the healthy choices, but I think maybe figuring out some way in the store to identify here's what, you know, the healthy choices, that put a calorie count next to them, next to some unhealthy choices, and calorie counts, I mean, that's probably the quickest way, maybe sugar, amount of sugar, mm-hmm. and and calorie count, right. which is a biggie.
0: Right, you which is I a mean? yeah, something
1: like that. You can't include everything on there, but maybe at least have sugar, sodium, and, and carbs, or maybe just sugar and and sugar and sodium. Mm-hmm, big, mm-hmm. But to guide people to at least when you have the healthy choices, that this is what you should get,
0: right? But that's that's the importance of education, and we've always said exactly, we've always said that's why most of what we do at Vicky Doe Fitness is health fitness education and nutrition education because you might have the vegetables and stuff up there looking at folks but people don't know what to do with it right
1: they don't know vicky they have no idea they They have no idea what they compare to something else that they want to eat that no this is better for you
0: right right so yeah so that's important as well yeah all right well d you have some latest what's the latest
1: I do. Just really brief and short, uh, yay. Today, President Biden got on television himself, rolled his sleeve up, and got the fourth vaccine. It has been approved, the COVID vaccine. It has been approved by the FDA and the CDC for persons over the age of 50. Now, in January, it was approved for people who, had, who were immunocompromised moderately and severely and so forth. But now, it is approved for those individuals over the age of 50. And I agree with it. Now, it's not going to be recommended. It is only going to be approved, meaning if you choose to get it or you want to get it. And one of the reasons that they're saying this is that, first of all, there are a bunch of folks that figured haven't even gotten the shot the first time.
0: Okay. So okay.
1: we need to focus on getting those individuals their first booster. So now if you've had your third shot, Okay. And it's been within a five-month period. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, your antibodies, unless you've had an intercurrent infection with COVID, your antibodies have waned. So it is available for you to get. I would wait and call the pharmacist. Uh, what I have found out today is that these pharmacists are just waiting for the corporate approval to be able to get it. So probably by the end of the week or beginning of next week, you ought to be able to get it.
0: And thank you, Dee. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Vicki haywood Doe. I just wanted to break in for a quick second and introduce to you the sponsor and creator of this show. It's the company I own, Haywood Doe Consulting Co., doing business as Vicky Doe Fitness. We are a health and wellness consulting company that specializes in designing and implementing medically integrated applied exercise physiology based fitness wellness programs, initiatives, events, health promotion, and health education for special populations such as older folks, children, adolescents, overweight and obese individuals, cardiac rehab, women's health, and those who have chronic diseases. We have a team and network of healthcare professionals based out of Northeast Ohio, and we've worked with many companies, schools, churches, and organizations. If your goal is to transform your life by taking a holistic approach to living a life of health and total well-being, get in touch with us at info at vickidofitness.com. To find out more about our own site and online programs and services, go to vickidofitness.com. And now back to the show. Well, today we talk about the importance of strength training and its health benefits for muscular strength and endurance, and most of all, for enhanced quality of life. And we're going to explore more deeply on the specific strength training exercise you can do and how to design your own strength training program. And so let's dig in, right? We talked about, yes, as we age gracefully, we do lose, um, naturally, our lean muscle mass, it diminishes, uh, it decreases with age. However, we can do something about that. But when your lean muscle mass decreases, then your body fat percentage will increase over time. So we call that even though you, you stay, you can stay your your shape, or you can stay, not not, let's say, you can stay your weight, but it's the composition, it's your body composition that may change over time. And we have a saying that's called skinny fat, meaning as you lose your lean muscle mass, you might still be the weight that you wanna be, or you might be skinny or what have you, but if you lose your lean body mass, your body fat percentage will increase over time and that's not great for health, right? So you can, even though you're not overweight or obese, you can get type 2 diabetes and all these other things because of that. So that's a key point to remember, okay? You have to do something to replace that lean muscle that you lose over time. And that's where strength training is the key. It's important. And I don't think that we really focus on that enough when it comes to uh, maintaining our weight. We always focus on cardio training, but strength training is there as well. That's the what we definitely need. And it will help preserve and enhance our muscle mass at any age, you can do it at any age. So, what are some of the benefits? What are some of the benefits of strength training? The health benefits. Well, we do know it helps to build your, increase your bone density and reduce the risk of osteoporosis. It's also important to maintaining muscular fitness, okay, enhancing your lean body mass, also helps with your resting metabolic rate, okay, which is important, right? Your metabolism is important. It reduces body fat. It um, enhances, of course, your bone mass, your density. It improves your, your blood lipid. Most people don't think about that and cholesterol levels, how strength training can improve that as well. It enhances your ability, this is key, it enhances strength training, enhances your ability to use glucose. Yes, yes, yes. Why? Because in order to have that energy for muscle contraction and all that kind of stuff going on, you're going to need energy. So strength training is good to um, use as preventing of type 2 diabetes and managing if you have it, and all of that. Okay, so all of these abilities and these um, benefits help with your overall health and fitness, but it also helps with your quality of life. It reduces your risk of developing chronic diseases, and if you have these already, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, it helps with your managing it, and it certainly helps to, to decrease uh, the effects of, of those diseases, all right? So metabolism, weight loss, strength training is important. Body composition, metabolic health, strength training is important. It helps improve your posture, your stamina, your energy, and as we age, your ADLs your activities of daily living, you are independent, right? You're able to be able to do a lot of things on your own, like grocery shopping, to to lift your groceries, to go up the stairs, all of those things that you need as you age gracefully. The next question that people ask about strength training is, how do we gain strength? What's that whole if we lift weights, you know, what happens when we gain strength? Well, the most important thing is called, as you know, and most of you guys know that I'm a certified exercise physiologist and my, my um, Ph.D. doctorate is in exercise physiology. But there are certain guidelines and principles that we teach. And those people that are fitness professionals, they teach that as well. And it's called the overload principle. The overload principle is that you have to stimulate, that means you have to activate specific muscle groups to a more challenging load than they normally experience. So, you know, that's why you're going to, if you're using that overload principle to increase your strength and your uh, muscles, your strength of your muscles over time, yes, you're going to have to lift some weights, okay? Even whether it's your body weight or free weights or something that is a challenging load than what you normally do. It increases. So this overload principle helps increase. It helps overload your muscles by increasing the weight. And you can also increase how many times your repetitions or your sets. Um, You can do this increase or this overload principle by changing the amount of time that you rest between sets. But all of that is important because that overload principle, that overload principle helps you, helps you to gain muscle strength over time. All right. And endurance. And so we have what is called the ACSM FIT principle for resistance training or strength training. These are evidence-based guidelines. ACSM, American College of Sports Medicine, and the FIT principle. And I'll go through what FIT means, F-I-T-T. But ACSM, you know, the um, Health and Human Services, CDC, all of these organizations, promotes routine resistance and strength training exercise. It's important, these exercises are important for you to develop and maintain your muscle mass and all of us should make sure that we include this, the strength training regimen in our health and fitness program. We have to do at least moderate to high intensity to sufficiently develop our muscle mass so that we can, right, maintain it as we age gracefully. Okay, so FIT, what does FIT mean? F-I-T-T, the ACSM FIT principle. Well, this is important and for you to remember. There are guidelines, specific guidelines for strength training. Using the FIT principle, we have what is called frequency. That's the F you train each muscle group. When we say muscle group, your arms, your legs, right? Your core, right? Training each muscle group. Um, You want to do at least two to three days per week. Those of you that are uh, strength trainers, you're, you're intermediate level, you're a little bit more advanced, you can do frequency of at least three to four days per week. But for health benefits, ACSM has proposed that we do at least two to three days per week in a full-body program, we do some type of strength training, okay? Now, how many, you know, two to three days per week, they're the health benefits, but, you know, whether you do more than that, it depends, or, or less, or what have you, it depends on your individual needs, your desired outcome, and your training status. So that's the F for the FIT principle of resistance training. Intensity, when we talk about intensity, that's the load variation. That means what type of resistance you're going to do, right? And if you choose whatever resistance, and we'll talk about the type when we get to that part, but whatever resistance that you do, you have to allow to do eight to 12 repetitions, and it has to be performed for each set, right? You want to do at least 8 to 10, 8 to 12, some 8 to 15. It depends on whether your weight is heavier or lighter, and we'll talk about that. But you want to at least have 8 to 12 reps, and that's a part of your intensity. You want to have one set of each exercise. You want to do at least be able to do one set. So if you're a beginner and you can't do two to three sets, doing eight repetitions or up to 12 repetitions, you want to at least perform one set, okay? To the point where you can't do another, you know, you can't do, you can't do any more, okay? You want to perform one set of each exercise to a point of fatigue, okay? You want to perform each repetition in a deliberate and controlled manner. You want to have that full range of motion and You want to perform each exercise at a light or moderate velocity, you know, so you're lifting, you're extending down or lifting up, whatever type of exercise you're doing at a light to moderate velocity, okay, doing that full range of motion. So you also, when we talk about intensity, your sets, okay, you want to do 8 to 12 repetitions and your sets, 2 to 3 sets, per muscle group, all right? So we'll talk a little bit about that. If you're doing a bicep curl, an ideal routine for that would be to do eight to 12, or eight to 10, depends on the weight, repetitions, and you wanna do per set, two to three sets, okay? And you do um, per muscle group. You wanna have large muscle groups. So you wanna do things for your legs, the squats, you wanna do things for your arms, you wanna do things for your core, okay? But we also say, when we we talk about sets, you know, if you're starting out, a little dab would do you, right? So you're gonna do at least one set through all of the exercises that you do. And you gradually increase to your two to three, and then you can gradually increase to six sets, you know if you are doing endurance, all right? Okay, so that's intensity, time, the time. Well, the time when it comes to strength training is your rest between each set, okay? So rest period is usually two to three minutes per set if you're doing core lifts, if you're doing you know repetitions, core lifts, one to two minutes for assistant exercises, You know, extended rest periods may be necessary if you have higher or heavier weights, okay? Less than 30 to 90 second rest between sets is recommended. That means less rest for lighter loads and more rest for heavier loads. So what does that mean? Well, let's look at your goal if you want to maximize if you want say okay my goal is to develop muscular strength well you're gonna have heavier weights but your your rest between the sets will be longer two to three minutes okay so you do one set of eight to twelve and then you rest two to three minutes and then you do the second set and so forth and so on for muscular endurance say you say look I want to be able to build my stamina to still be, you know, to last longer, to be able to do things without fatiguing, I need muscular endurance, then you're going to have lighter weights and shorter rests between each set. Your rest will be less than one minute. So that's where the 30 and 90 seconds come in. So that's your time. All right. We we're still doing the fit principle the type. So when we say fit principle is F-I-T-T. What does that mean? Well, this will be what you're going to be using. You want to train all of your major muscle groups, you know, your legs, your arms, your core, right? But what type, what mode are you using? Well, you can use your weight machines, free weights. Those are the barbells, dumbbells, your body weight, get on the floor, do some planks and some push-ups, right? Um, Body weight, stability balls. We've seen those balls that you can use, medicine balls, therabands, you know, all of these things you can use to do your strength training. And it can be done at your home or the gym, okay? And we have apps to do that, right? And so one thing we will have to say is that if you have a chronic condition, if you're older than age 40 and you haven't been active recently, you definitely need to check with your doctor before beginning some type of um, strength training program or even aerobic fitness program. Before beginning, okay? So we got that. We got the type, all right? And we got the time. That was um, how many rests between each set. So we finished with the fit principle. But there's more to that. Well... What is, what is it? Well, I want to at least give you some guidelines on what you can do when you design your program, okay? Now, we've heard about a regimen that you can do. You know, we got the circuit training. You know, what's a circuit? Here's the most fundamental thing to think about when you are trying to design your strength training program or what you're going to do. Number one, you definitely want to warm up. You have to warm up 5 to 10 minutes doing some type of light cardio activity, okay? Also, your warm-up could be where you take a light weight. Suppose you're going to be lifting 20 pounds of of, of weight. So free weight, 20 pounds in one hand, 20 pounds in the other, what? That's 40 pounds, right? And so you do half of that if you want to warm up and say, okay, let me do a set with lighter weights. That could be a part of your warm-up too before you go full out to your regular strength training regimen. So you want to warm up and you want to keep the resistance challenging, right? So you want to choose a weight. I know some of us be choosing them a little three little pounds and five pounds. That's cool when you're starting out, right? But you want to keep the resistance challenging, the weight should be heavy enough that you can lift it only 8 to 12 times before you need to do the rest in between, right, between the sets. And so you want to keep it challenging. The weight should feel moderately heavy as you start. And then as you do those repetitions, it should get heavier and heavier. And by the, the, the 6 or 8 or, you know, whatever your regimen, uh, your reps should be, it should become heavier. And, but you still, even at that last rep, you still should have that good form, but you are ready to stop, right? And rest, right? During your rest period. So you don't wanna lose form. All right. So, also, what to think about when you're designing your strength training program, you have to find exercise or weight that you can do, and you wanna keep it consistently each exercise where each you exercise, right? You have to make sure you do this exercise, the same amount of weight that you use, and at the next exercise, and you keep doing that. Why? Because that's where that overload principle comes in. You have adaptation, your body, you want to keep doing that to your body adapts, and your strength will increase. And then, then you want to get to the point where when you do that 12 repetition or, or at that increased weight that you have, you can do it with ease and you don't have to rest. Now it's time to do some type of overload, increase to the next, right? So you wanna be um, persistent so that you, your body can adapt and then you can increase when your body gets used to it, okay? And so we say for beginners... You want to at least do one set per muscle group and work up to two to three sets for endurance. And for more advanced folks, you can perform as many as six sets if you want to doing all muscle groups. Here's some key things that you need to think about. You train your larger muscle first, your larger muscle groups, I should say first. Okay. If you're starting your exercise regimen, you definitely want to start With your legs first. So you do the squats first, right? Then you follow up with maybe your chest, okay? Your core. Do a bench press, okay? Then you finish the exercises with your arms, your biceps and triceps. So remember that, right? Start with the... Train your larger muscle groups first. So you're doing legs, things with your legs, your lunges, your squats, right? Then you move to... Your, your chest, you know, your chest, your core, your, yeah. Then you finish with your biceps and triceps, right? Okay. Why? Starting with these muscle groups helps ensure that smaller muscles won't fatigue early on and be unable to support your large muscle training. We also want to make sure that you perform slow and controlled movements. And each rep should take about six seconds, one to two seconds doing the lifting or pulling phase and two to three seconds doing the lowering phase. So if you're doing a bicep curl, you know, you count one, two, three, you're up, Um, you're lowering one, two, three, you're down, right? Okay, so I'm giving, look, I'm giving you some key tips today on... They are
1: excellent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and make sure, folks, yeah. make sure, here's the most important thing. Make sure you got a cool down so you finish all that. You're going to cool down and you're going to always stretch. Now, this is what I always hear. Oh, my God, oh, I did my strength training I did your circuit because we do have an app. We got a program going on that I'm going to encourage you to join. You know, that's the circuit training, right, that we have in those. And, oh, my God, I was so sore. And what do I ask? Did you do the stretching? Oh, it was a lot of exercise. Uh, The stretching is what you have to do, right, because it helps keep your muscle. The muscles have that elastic ability and it prevents soreness, right? So you want to, we want be as sore the next day, but you have to have, we say two to three days, non-consecutive days, meaning that you have to allow your muscles that you're doing the strength training, that's all the muscles, right? You have to allow a rest at least 24 to 48 hours between strength training workouts, all right? So If you're going to do something a little, I do, I try to do a little something every day. That means I am going to do more core and arms than legs or what have you You can do that. But for now, for beginners, have a set day, two to three days per week, non-consecutive days where you concentrate on your strength training. And guess what? You allow time to rest between. That's your recovery, okay? You allow that time between. And remember, slow and steady wins the race and you do not overdo it. You don't overdo it, right T? <laughs> you
1: cannot. You cannot be that rushing in and I'm going to get everything done today that I was supposed to be doing.
0: Yes, you cannot. And so we're going to end a little bit with this. I'm going to tell you or talk about, you know, one thing that you can think about. You've heard of circuit. What's a circuit? Well, a circuit is just a series of exercises that you do. So if you're doing strength training exercise, it's a series of exercises that you put together. Okay. And it's usually three different circuits targeting, okay, suppose we say, okay, we're going to do circuits for our arms, okay? Each circuit will include one exercise for each. So the arms, biceps, tricep, and shoulder regions, right? And so if you're a beginner, this first circuit, you will complete at least one set. Remember I said? you want to at least complete one set of exercises per circuit, per section, as you get stronger, okay? Suppose you can't do, if you're following a circuit, usually circuits are listed as three. In our program, we have, we usually have three circuits, all right? And so, I always say, listen, if you can only do one, that's fine, until you can do it easily, and then do the second or third. Okay. So I'm going to give you, okay, suppose we have a circuit where we're strengthening our arms and you can look this up. You can GTS. Like I told my students the other day, I said, look, some things you got to GTS. Cause I can only give you a glimpse of what we're doing. And at that time I'll be lecturing. And so they, I said, you don't know what GTS mean? And they go well. What's GTS? I say Google that shit, so you can <laughs> you I love it. you can I love Google it. this on your own. But for a circuit dealing with arms, you can do a bicep curl, and most people know what a bicep curl. You can do a hammer curl, and a hammer curl is a little bit different. You got your arms hanging down at your sides. You're holding your weight at each hand. But you keep your palms facing in towards your body and your elbows pressed to your body. And then you lift the dumbbells to your shoulders and you release to start and complete one rep. So you lift it and then release it, lowering it down. But it reminds you of a hammer, right? Doing right, Lifting your hammer. So it's the hammer curl. All right. These are the, here's, you can do an overhand Um, tricep extension. And so I'm going to give you an example of what a circuit might look like. Okay, so you got a circuit one, okay, and you're concentrating on your arm. All right. So what does that mean? You use a moderate weight for each of the following exercises. And then you repeat for three sets total, resting for 30 to 60 seconds between sets. Okay. Okay. So the three exercises that we're going to do in this circuit, and you guys going to look it up, you're going to do a bicep curl, you're going to do a bent over tricep extension, and you're going to do a shoulder press. All right. For the bicep curl, you're going to do 12 reps. For the bent over tricep extension, you're going to do 12 reps. And for the shoulder press, you're going to do 10 reps. So, What does that mean? How are you going to do it? Well, you're going to do the bicep curl, you're going to do one set, do 12 reps, and then you're going to rest 30 to 60 seconds between your next set and you're going to try to do at least three. Then you're going to move over to the bent over tricep extension and you're going to do one set of 12 reps, All right, and then you're going to rest 30 to 60 seconds between those sets and then you're going to repeat the, to the next set until you have three sets. And last but not least, in this circuit, you're going to do the shoulder press. That's the last exercise of this circuit. You're going to do 10 reps. So one set, that's going to be your 10 reps. Then you're going to rest between the sets, 30 to 60 seconds. And then you're going to continue to you finish three sets. And... If you're following the recommended guidelines for what you do when you exercise, you're going to finish a circuit, two to three circuits, and you're going to cool down and stretch. And so, yes, that's a typical exercise that we do um, when we talk about strength training exercises. And it's important if you're trying to lose weight that you include some type of um, strength training because as you lose weight, you know, you're going to lose some lean muscle mass as well. And so that's why it's important that during your weight loss journey and you're trying to lose weight, you have to do the combo effect. And that is to work and to eat how you're supposed to eat. And we'll talk about the healthy, eating, how you do that when you're trying to lose weight, but you definitely have to do resistance exercise to preserve your lean muscle mass during your weight loss journey. And research has shown that if you do that, if you combine lean muscle mass, you know, weight training, along with a diet that you're supposed to do with your healthy weight, we, we cl- include protein, right, with that, then you will definitely see greater results. You have just wonderful results. Um, you can, one of the um, research that's out there, this was in the Nutrition Journal, it looked at the risk factor for accelerated muscle mass loss in older adults as they lose weight. And they did a combo intervention is where they had a high protein diet, they ate what they're supposed to eat, healthy diet, and they did resistance training, strength training exercise. They had an increase of lean muscle mass, and it was efficient, or it was very significant than the folks that just did the diet alone, okay? And we know that when you Uh, And I will end at this, when you increase your lean muscle mass, you increase your metabolism, your metabolism becomes healthy, and then you are able to maintain and your muscle mass, your lean muscle mass, lose weight, right, and be healthy, you know, type two diabetes, we always if you if you are diabetic, you got to not only watch what you eat, but you got to do some strength training as well with your cardio. So I will end on this note. Kudos to strength training. And I want all of you guys to make an effort, make an effort and a challenge that you would do some type of strength training. You will start off uh, slow and steady, do some type of strength training. There's all kinds of programs out there, but if you want to, if you want to join a weight loss program where we not only have education for you, we teach nutrition, we have the exercise training for you with our um, health fitness coaching app, our Vicky Doe Fitness Coaching App, join our 12-week program. I talked about it earlier at the beginning of this episode, but it is our Vicky Doe Fitness step-by-step weight loss boot camp Masterclass. I want you to go to wwwvickidofitnesscom forward slash bootcamp. And yeah, I can't wait to see you there and listen strength training it is. That's our goal this year. We still kind of new into the year 2022 is just what? March, April. Alright. What do you say, d
1: <laughs> It's still not too late. It's still not too late. Yes. You can jump on now that the weather will be turning a little bit. There's more of an impetus now to kind of get back out there a little bit. I know for me, the thought I was swimming and then I kind of stopped in January because the thought of going out in sub-zero weather and coming out in that cold weather was just a complete deterrent. And then the COVID <laughs> thing I think now yes. is better. Yes. You know, your, your thoughts of going back to the gym I think can be a little bit better. You wear your mask. Wear your but, mask. Uh, mm-hmm. Wear your mask. But, uh, you know, what you said today was great. I mean, you you talked about uh, the, the, the main take-home points were, you know, strength training increases bone density. Mm-hmm. It maintains muscle fitness, enhances lean body mass. And it improves uh, body composition. You know, I like what you said about even though your weight might be the same, your body still looks like a pear. Yeah,
0: okay. you still, you're still so, you still what know, we call skinny fat because we are yeah. going to lose lean muscle mass as we get yeah. older, but also because we're not doing strength training, right? Right. Exactly. So, exactly. We gotta we gotta do it because, and we'll talk about that at another show. But it helps with um, regulating your metabolic, your hormones. It does your and, the, glucose. and the weight
1: weight loss. I think the strength training also and. The diet and exercise, it helps you when you talk about as people get older, mm-hmm. that trunk of obesity. The difference yes. between subcutaneous fat and visceral fat, which is visceral fat more associated with mm-hmm. you know, cardiovascular, diabetes, hypertension, and all those kinds of things. So all of these things that you talked about today, enhancing your blood, uh, improving blood lipids and al- and your cholesterol, enhances your ability to use glucose, glucose. Mm-hmm. Um, and improves your basically ADL, a uh, quality of your uh, adult daily living, yes. activities of daily living, and quality of life. And then lastly, mm-hmm. take home FIT. Yes, I T T. Yes, you know, talking about frequency and intensity and mode. And I forgot the the, the, the fourth T, Vicky. The fourth T um, is the
0: time. How you rest between time, the sets. That's right.
1: Time exactly the time. So. Those are my major uh, uh, take-home messages. And, again, you know, as you said, don't start running out like you Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) You know, this has got to be over time. You know, we tend to have these great ideas, rabbit brains as my dad used to call them. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just not going to work that way. So I I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. It was great.
0: Yes, and I want all of you guys, you know, to check out our 12-week online comprehensive weight loss program, our step-by-step weight loss boot camp. But you can also go to our website, vikidoefitness.com, and we have exercises Um, videos um, for osteoporosis for all the exercises that you can do you know and you'll be able to see that so you can at least start with something right you got something and listen to I gave you an example of a circuit training you know you got one of the circuits that you can do and start doing you know you can start doing that tonight go back and listen (laughs)
1: exactly
0: All right. And as always, folks, for more information, go to our website, VickiDoughFitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, tweet us, email us, go on Facebook, and share with us your thoughts. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki hayward Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicky Doe is owner of Vicky Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicky by email at info at vickiedoefitness.com.